0: Bhavaji Babaji once said, if you come to doubt, I'll give you every reason to doubt. If you come suspicious, I'll give you every reason to be suspicious. But if you come seeking love, I'll show you more love than you've ever known. Namaste everyone. My name is Swati Satyaseelan and welcome to the first episode of Inside the Minds of Great Yogis. As we are kickstarting the first episode today, We have a very special guest with us today, and we are so excited to be speaking with her. Without further ado, let's hop onto the introduction. To start off, she's a yoga facilitator and Ayurvedic lifestyle educator based in Mumbai, India. She has been teaching yoga for two years, and she has done Ashtanga Vinyasa yoga training from Mysore, India. As an Ashtanga Vinyasa practitioner, she uses traditional yoga techniques to open up the mind and body. Our guest speaker has explored themes from yoga philosophies, making the practice a combination of holistic and physical movements. Currently, she teaches Hatha and Vinyasa yoga. She is none other than Riya Ranka.
1: Hello, Swati. Thank you for such a sweet introduction.
0: Hi, Ria. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, how of are you course. doing today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so happy to see you in person. I know oh, it's so. It feels so nice to connect, like from India to. I think you're in Canada. Canada, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah.
0: To start off. Tell me how your journey of yoga started. How did this
1: all start? So, you know, um, everyone expects like a very dramatic beginning that I had this moment of realization that this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life, but that's not what it was at all. Uh, My introduction to yoga was very what it is, how maybe you or me or any other person goes to to yoga for uh, what I like to call the bait of physical therapy so I went to yoga because I had a weak back uh, because I had a lot of hormonal issues and because I just wanted to kind of improve the mobility of, because of my back I had lots of aches and pains so um, I it was just honestly ther- therapy for me and purely physical, the reason why I started my yoga journey but uh, like everyone else who does begin it, um, I found something more, I found it changing me and helping me more helping mold me as a person but it was a very gradual shift it wasn't very sudden it took almost a year or one and a half year of practice for me to actually feel the deeper benefits of the practice apart from the physical parts for sure and I saw myself changing as a person I saw my interest growing a little more in the philosophy of it in the way of life Why is yoga a science of life, and how Mm -hmm. can I apply it to every aspect of my life? So, uh, that's yeah, that's how it started. Like, if I had a headache, instead of maybe my normal response would be to pop a pill, but Mm -hmm. I would be like, maybe this is not what it is, and maybe I need I'm I'm stressed, or maybe um, I'm not eating something right, and I would try to dwell for answers into my lifestyle Mm -hmm. rather than purely what we are so used to doing is like quick fixes and quick solutions so yeah it was a very gradual journey for me and as I saw myself changing and I saw the change that's when I decided I, I really I need to study this more and I'm still in the process of studying it more so I think that's that alone is just
0: amazing you know picking that career path of yoga and going in it because in this generation we don't see many people going into that and now like talking to you really inspires me and you know choosing yoga alone is just amazing so that that's really inspirational and um i've i've met a lot of people that have said yoga is the best medicine what what do you think about that
1: i think that's 100 true and um in the context that context that not only yoga as in the asana or the pranayama practice of course each of those you name any most of your problems. I won't say any. Most of your problems are very possible to reverse at an earlier stage using these tools of asana and pranayama. Right. But apart from that, um, using the meditation practices of yoga, using the philosophy of yoga, you can you can battle anything you're faced with because it's most of your problems arise from your head. They rise all. From, that's the root of your problems, right? So using that as a principle and that's why it's such a strong statement to make yoga as a medicine for everything and it's so true because not only the not only the physical practice but apart from that over and beyond that the mental and spiritual practice is as important it's maybe more superior than the physical practice I would say. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so
0: can you follow up question for you is can you remember your first like yoga
1: session? And how did you um, make the decision to go? So, you know, honestly, the first yoga session was when I was a kid and I didn't make the decision to go. It was my mom who took me to the yoga class. Right. So because I feel in that that a, plays a very big role, um, I didn't make the decision to go and I was taken to it. And for me, it was like, oh God, what is this? This is so boring. This is such an adult, old ladies and old people class that I'm at. So um, I feel that's when I felt for a for a few years I was very disassociated to yoga. I didn't think it was a fun activity for me to go to yoga class at all when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but when I did grow and by older when I mean my early twenties when I was 21, that's when I made the actual decision by myself to go to the class and. Um, it was the first class wasn't a great experience the second class wasn't a great experience i think more or less after a few weeks of classes it just began to become an enjoyable experience for me like i started replacing. Um, it was i was working at that at that point and i um, had a very hectic work schedule but my yoga class was one thing no matter what time i slept no matter what time i had to get to work that was one thing i wouldn't miss and uh, that that um, addiction I guess mm-hmm. is what really hooked onto it for a while yeah, yeah and that was my experience
0: are you glad that you know your mom or your parents made that decision
1: for you to like attend your first yoga class so very very frankly speaking that was a very neutral decision for me because it didn't mm-hmm. it didn't Enhance my journey into it. So my dad is honestly a yogi. He's been practicing yoga for the last 30 years or so. Wow. Um, but, but it never inspired me to do it because I just associated as an older person's practice. Mm-hmm. That was I think that's the biggest uh, problem with how yoga is associated with the way the teachers are or the way the conduct is done. Or uh, It's a little intimidating. For maybe a youngster, or maybe someone who's a complete beginner, to really feel the, and enjoy the practice without feeling like, "Why am I young I don't know if this is yeah. really fun." Mm-hmm. And um, that's another—that's one of the reasons why I felt very inspired to take this up because I was like, "Okay, if I'm a twenty-one something working girl." Um, yeah who is doing everything else in their life and who has found this practice which helps me and which I feel will help my peers because I feel like my colleagues and my friends and I feel all of them should have something like this. Exactly. Um, and I guess word of mouth is your biggest um, it's the biggest spreader of any any kind of practice in life. So that's what I felt that if I can be a facilitator of something which I strongly believe in for my generation um, which I feel there's a lack of, then why not? Like, let's do it. Let's go for it. And that's the impact that I had even with the teacher that I started my practice with because she was slightly younger. Okay. And that's why I felt a deeper connection to the practice versus the teacher who was a teacher, who was my parents' teacher. But mm-hmm. at that time, I wasn't sure enough to um, understand what value that teacher was bringing. Okay. So I anyway, knew Buffer of a younger person, of a more contemporary language for me to understand, for me to grasp. That helped. That helped ease me into yoga.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And now I, I, I crave to guru. Like I find older teachers because yeah. I want to practice from them what they have. So for I sure. think it's a little bridge that mm-hmm. once people cross, then you have the expanse of the practice to you. Yeah. But little push which is just a little more comforting a little more accessible Mm -hmm. comfortable with the practice
0: yeah and Rhea actually can relate to the fact that you said when you started uh young with yoga at the young age you were kind of like intimidated by the fact that you know older yogis and all that everyone else like around you and I can relate to that fact as well because i was also placed in like my first yoga class my parents obviously pushed me in and i was like what, what is this class what is this all about and i was a bit intimidated and but now i'm starting to love yoga and that's how um i wanted to help out people through a yogi's perspective and uh, during covid especially as some people were didn't know about yoga so yoga was the best thing to go through and solve uh, amongst corona and all that. So, that it has helped me, but for others, I wanted to. Uh, yeah,
1: but open if it helps it. one, it helps many because there's yeah. so many people going through the same thing we don't even realize. Exactly. It's a new initiative that you've
0: started for sure. Yeah. And one more thing I wanted to say was uh, your social media page it is so organized and it's just amazing. I feel like the quotes you put from Asanas and all those guides, I, it has really inspired me. And I feel like it's amazing that you chose Instagram um, to kind of market yourself and put yourself out there. And I feel like that's so positive. Whenever I go, I you. I'm sorry. Uh, but when I when I looked through uh, the, your Instagram page, I was like, wow, she's, she's just amazing. I wanna be just like her. I, I had that kind of motivation that's so sweet
1: so So, um, I feel like because Instagram is something it's a very um, it is sometimes yogis or anyone who is in the um, wellness field or alternative medicine field um, we shy away from it we shy away from social media because of course it's such an energy consuming source and you know you feel you're kind of conflicted that wait should I be like putting so much information out there like it's always said in the texts that you should be sh- quiet about your practice you shouldn't um you shouldn't spread it out too much you shouldn't keep talking about what you're doing you should keep it to yourself but um in I feel like I feel yoga is something which needs to keep adapting mm-hmm. it needs to fit in its contemporary uh, space no matter Every, it needs to evolve, right? As any anything, as even humans, we're constantly evolving. Yeah. So I feel yoga is because it's a way of life. The way of life has to keep evolving to fit mm-hmm. into the right zeitgeist that we're in. So because Instagram plays such a big role in. People, I, I honestly, whenever I'm thinking about how I want to work, what I want to do, I just think of myself and I think of my friends. I think of the people around me. I think of um, the people who I'm working with. And I feel, what do we all want to hear? What do I want to see? So yeah. some, the, the only information I put out there is how much ever I can try to gauge is what I would want to see. But I feel like there is a lack of because um, I used to hate reading books, I still am a very slow reader and I love taking information through pictures I'm a very visual person I love infographics I love organized information I love guides So this, that's just honestly what I prefer in terms of how I like taking my information I love short videos I like watching a lot yeah. so um, it's and books is the best source of knowledge of course but sometimes um, to, again it's just a bridge it's just making it more accessible to people like you to people like me that while we're scrolling through and we're seeing so much we're consuming so much unnecessary information maybe out of 10 posts one post is a little informative what is wrong? Exactly one post yeah. which is informative for you why not? Yeah. So um, to avoid getting lost in it I put minimal I don't purposely, I don't purposefully like overburdening myself as well and getting too yeah. involved in social media and forgetting the other aspects of my practice but I feel like I'll put out there what I would love to see. Because I know people would want this information and would help someone.
0: Yeah. I love that. yeah. Yeah. I love that. Just putting yourself out there and, you know, putting what is needed you know out there and I also uh, agree with the fact that you said you know you're a visual person I can agree with that as well I don't usually go like near books and read too much books I feel like I'm usually visually like I like to kind of look at videos and learn through that like short videos and all that and I've watched your uh YouTube channels and as well and some asanas and everything those were helpful and to everyone watching this uh Ria does have her Instagram or and YouTube channel as well so definitely go check it out I will leave everything in the uh, caption so definitely do check that out and Rhea, coming back to you what is your favorite yoga style I know I mentioned um, that uh, you do Ashtanga Vinyasa and Hatha Yoga
1: but what what is your preference Like, what is your favorite so I mean very honestly I don't I do not like the idea or I do not enjoy uh, the trends which have kind of formed or like you know the brackets of power yoga and hot yoga or yeah. um, any kind of very physically motivated style although Ashtanga Vinyasa is a very dynamic and physical form of practice mm-hmm. um, the way one practices and the determination and the mental stamina it builds out is what attracts me to the practice um, so I I really enjoy the Ayanga practice because mm-hmm. I think it's so accessible I think it's so open and I love that it's for each and everybody if you can't yeah. do this no problem use a block yeah. if you can't do this no problem use the chair like yeah. I love that that there's there's something for everyone who enters and class, yeah. you know and um, yeah so I personally love the younger f- form of practice I yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a little biased to Ashtanga <laughs> oh, okay. for sure yeah. So, yeah I would say and, these two are really much close to me and have helped yeah. me a lot that's amazing and
0: how could someone find their preferred yoga style this is a question we've been receiving a lot so we wanted to hear your perspective and your idea about it
1: so I personally believe that you don't find a preferred style of yoga okay. but you find a preferred style of teaching teaching okay so I feel like it has a lot to do with the teacher you find and no no matter what style they're teaching Mm -hmm. if you connect with the person so very important and very um, forgotten aspect of yoga is the student and teacher connection because yoga is because we're so used to as you said like learning online through like YouTube videos and through apps and you know just that's that's one of the cons of the digital world um Mm -hmm. A cons and pros of course, but I feel that when you're actually when you want to get into yoga, apart from the post-Covid world maybe, go to a physical class. Do not rely on only digital sources. Do not rely on reading a book and getting that information. Find find teachers, visit as many teachers as you can. Try out, at least give each teacher at least two or three weeks mm-hmm. to build up on you, to grow on you. And that's how you will find your teacher. I went through three teachers before I found uh, one. Three, three yeah. teachers, I mean, long periods of time, like six months, seven months, like long periods of time before I really found a teacher who I feel that now, no matter what the teacher tells me, I will blindly follow. Right. No matter they're teaching me, Ashtanga, they're teaching me, Anga, they're teaching me, Hatha, whichever form you will adapt because at the end of the day it's your body your body is the same you'll move however you like but you need yeah. to connect with the words of the teacher and you need to trust someone it's all about trust trust when you trust yeah. you'll feel. that's all yeah. I. Mean, but i think so i don't think I- the style matters so much
0: yeah i love that um you know trust having trust and finding a mentor that can help yeah. guide you and you know uh, be there with, uh, with amongst your failures and growth, and I think that's so inspirational. And you know, just to everyone watching this, once again, find Ria's message is find a good mentor that can help you guide through the process and take them as a friend and guidance. And coming back to Ria, is there a certain type of condition uh, or people for whom yoga is not recommended?
1: No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're breathing, you can do yoga. <laughs> that's what I want to say because it's not limited to the physical practice. Like I, I think that's that's one of the things that I'm, I'm really trying to, um, put out there through my page or through whatever I'm doing is to constantly remind people because mm-hmm. um, I feel that because of because of the industrialization of yoga, <laughs> I almost feel so. Um, it's become so easy to do a 200 hour yoga teacher training and become a certified teacher yeah. and um, but not not hold value to um, the principles of and not hold true to what what yoga truly stands for and i feel mm-hmm. the dilution of the practice it is the biggest the biggest downfalls of the practice so right. no there are no no limitations to yoga if you breathe do yoga because it is a science of life. It's, mm-hmm. it's not just the asanas, Yeah. And next question I have for you is,
0: how important is flexibility for practicing yoga?
1: Not at all. <laughs> really? Flexibility is not a precursor or a criteria to begin your yoga practice. Okay. Flexibility is a byproduct of your yoga practice. It's something that just happens because of your physical practice it's not something that you need to begin your practice for sure and th- that that is one of the most irritating things that uh, which I find because people tell me oh I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible, flexible you come yeah. to yoga you will get flexible yeah <laughs> and yeah, yeah,
0: it's, it's a catch-22 situation <laughs> yeah and Rhea so um I know you said you have a class in like after this uh interview so my question is do you like uh your
1: uh, teaching online yoga classes you know i actually mm-hmm. really enjoy it um yeah. because i have never taught online before and um although even in the pre-covid world um there have been like opportunities where people have asked me to do that but i was just no no, no this is not for me yeah. um but i guess as i said if evolution okay. yeah. had to evolve, we had to evolve the practice had to evolve. I actually love teaching and I feel like um, the reason why the online practice has been so great has been because one there are no excuses for showing up on your mat Yeah, you literally roll out of bed and you have to show up it's the minimal commitment and people's practices have gotten so consistent with this um, mm-hmm. I kid you not it's been one year and there are people who have been practicing every day every day for a year okay. without missing no matter where they are in the world so yeah. I think it's beautiful that it's gotten so committed, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel that people's practices have gotten very independent. Right. So in middle class, you're, quite, you're sometimes very dependent. You want the teacher to come adjust physically adjust you, to mm-hmm. push you a little deeper. Um, you know, you're a little afraid um, to get into things without the assistance of a teacher. But I feel there is this this era of freedom, this era of independence with our bodies and this era of responsibility with our bodies that has come with online yoga um i see people that respecting their limits and not letting um just that ego of getting into a pose push themselves and injure themselves because you're you're the only one who can take care of yourself right now i'm only there through a screen i can guide you but i can't hold you if you fall Mm -hmm. um I think that's beautiful seeing people respect their bodies it's beautiful people taking their independence and enjoying their freedom which they were letting go of their fears um as well so i feel there's definitely a bloom in people's practice and that responsibility of your body with the online practice because there's the fact you have to you have to be a little more responsible right
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah what I understand
0: from this is self love is a must. Just that beautiful statement you said and to everyone watching this love your body, love yourself and when you're doing yoga just just be grateful and you know to your coach and there's so many takeaways here. I I'm, I'm loving it on the first episode. That's amazing. And Rhea, who were you before you started practicing yoga and how have you changed, evolved and transformed? I know you touched upon this but
1: I want to hear about um, I feel like I was I was who I am today, I'm the same person. Yeah. Um but I was way I still I do have my moments, but I was way more anxious. I was way more insecure. I was way more hyperactive and I was way more um, heated, as I would like to call it, in terms of um more m- inclining more towards very quick reactions inclining more towards you know reacting and speaking harsh words being unkind um, gossiping mm-hmm. which I'm sure all of us at some point are like guilty of as kids as teenagers um, but I feel that what has helped me has become a lot more conscious of what I speak about whom I speak and how I speak, and um, I feel I'm just I'm a little I, I like myself more than I did yeah. before, for sure. Like it's 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 just self love. You touched self-love. right upon it. Yeah, I love it's it. Self love. Yeah.
0: And Ria, so and to everyone watching this, we know that yoga has taken different dimensions, and it is performed in different places in the world, and a lot of innovations have occurred as well. And there have been stuff like hot yoga, vinyasa, power yoga, kriya yoga, hatha yoga, Patanjali and much more. And now, for Ria, I have some hot yoga questions for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. So,
0: to start off, do you have a favorite yogi or guru that inspires you?
1: Mm, I can't think one. I've, I've had the opportunity to practice with some amazing teachers. Um, But from the top of my head, I would say my teacher in Mysore, Bharatsa, uh, Bharatshati. He's a fab human being and he's an amazing teacher and mentor. That's
0: amazing. And coming to the next question, imagine you're on the cover of a yoga journal. What (laughs) pose would you strike?
1: Um, uh, My favorite pose is Trikonasana, the triangle pose because it really grounds me. Um, okay. I love that it's so basic, but I need to do it every single day. So that's what I would be doing. <laughs> all right.
0: And if you could pull out your yoga mat like anywhere in the world, where would it be,
1: and why? Right now, it would be Rishikesh because I've been meaning to go there, and my plans are getting cancelled every time. <laughs> <all the> time <laughs> okay. <of> the lockdown. <laughs> so I would love to go and practice there. So yeah, <laughs> Rishikesh it is. Yeah. And Rhea, I think I might know uh,
0: the answer to the next question, but I'm still going to ask you. Please, please don't come at me. But which one do you prefer, pilots or yoga?
1: Pilots or yoga? (laughs) I think I know the answer.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yoga. Of course. (laughs) And lastly, let's say you were to do yoga with a celebrity, a Bollywood celebrity, Hollywood, anyone. Who would you choose and why?
1: Madonna. Because she's an Ashtanga. Okay. And, yeah, she is fab. And she's like on her third series of the Ashtanga practice. So, yeah, she's like way beyond me right now. Madonna, I hope you're watching
0: this. Special shout out to Madonna. Yes, yes. <laughs> And uh, is there anyone else you would uh, choose? Any other celebrity?
1: Um, no, I, I'm honestly I'm not really aware of like who I would I would practice with someone who I can connect with okay. and who I can connect with for the yoga practice. So yes. I'm honestly not, maybe Beyonce because she's got a great movement practice. I'm, I'm loving say, the yeah. women right here. Just just by yeah, this so... women
0: power and just you know. <laughs> empowering each yeah. other i love it ria
1: fun person to do you well with for sure yeah
0: beyonce definitely beyonce and madonna for the win i hope you guys hey. a, a beyonce and madonna special shout out for you i'll probably put a picture somewhere here <laughs> and ria thank you so much for being with us here today and obviously helping us kickstart our first episode we re- really appreciate you giving us your valuable time for us and we hope to speak to you once again, uh, hopefully soon. And yes, thank
1: you so much, Swati. This was great. This is such a great initiative from your end. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this. And once again, thank you, thank you so much for
0: helping us kickstart our first episode. And thank you to everyone for tuning in uh, in our first episode. And until next time, bye, everyone. Thank you.
1: Bye. Thank you. Thanks.